You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode where we are doing a Q&A. That is right. Q&A, question and answer from people who are emailing in their questions, which you can do too. If you email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Trip is with two Ps. Email me there. Put in the subject line, podcast question, and I'm happy to answer your question. Just like I'm going to be doing today from a few people who have gave me some questions. We are all caught up here. It's interesting. I don't always feel so caught up with people who email in their questions because I get so many, but I've been doing a few Q&As lately and have just been able to make it work. So I'm very excited to be talking about this stuff today. Don't forget, if you ever need personalized one-on-one help where I am working with you solely on everything to completely rehaul and recreate your dating life, if you need help there, I can help you do that. That is one of the things that I do. That's one of my missions here on this planet is to help as many guys as possible with their dating and love lives. If you need help, go to coachedbytrip.com and apply today to work with me. I know it's kind of funny. I said I want to help as many guys as I can. But the thing is, is there has to be an application process because I can't necessarily help every single person. I'd like to, but not every single person is really ready for coaching. And I can tell based on your answers, right? If you give me a couple word answers, doesn't seem like you're taking it too seriously, then I don't think I'll be able to help you. But if you you know, let me know what your problem is and you, you know, give a decently detailed description of what's going on in your, in your dating life and where you're feeling like you're not able to get results, then I'd be here to help you. Go to coachedbytrip.com. And when you go there, you'll see there's a page that explains to you that you and I are going to be getting on a phone call and even shows you some testimonials of guys who have worked with me. So you can actually see what it's like to work with me and the experience and results that guys get. Just a little taste of it with a few testimonials that I've put on there and more are being added on there all the time. So check those out so you can see how powerful coaching can be. And I want to help you. So go to coachedbytrip.com and let's get this solved today. It is the very beginning of 2021. So if you're feeling like this is part of your New Year's resolution and you want to get this handled, then boom, let's do it. All right, let's go into questions. I'm excited. All right, so this is a question from Marcus. From Marcus. He says, Hi, Trip. I would like to start off by saying thank you for all your podcast episodes. Listen to them while I was out learning and honing my day gaming and flirting skills. They were very helpful. I found a beautiful and loving girl that I really enjoy spending time with. My girl is beautiful and likes to dance bachata with other men. This is a very intimate dance. I trust her, but I feel it is unfair for her to have this close contact with the opposite sex. I, on the other hand, am so interested in dancing, but I think it is fun to always be flirting to practice my flirting skills also because it is fun and playful. However, I'm afraid my girl will be very jealous because that usually happens when she sees another attractive girl talk to me. I really like my girl. I'm very thankful to have met her. Here's my question. Is it okay for a guy in a relationship with a girl he likes to flirt with other girls? You are awesome. Thank you, Marcus. 
Well, it's interesting because it's deeper than your question, right? You're asking me, is it okay to flirt with other girls? But you're also kind of saying like, hey, I think my girlfriend is doing it too. So I'm curious where this is stemming from. It's not like you just said, hey, Trip, I noticed, uh, you know, girls are talking to me and I still like to flirt. And can I do that? You're saying this off of what you just said a second ago that you feel that your girlfriend is doing that. Here's the thing. Let's first talk about your girlfriend. She dances bachata, which understandably is a type of dance where you are close to someone else. It's good that you trust her, but whether you want to flirt or not flirt, this shouldn't be a game of fairness. It's not like, well, my girlfriend dances bachata, therefore I should be able to flirt with other girls. I think that they are separate. Okay. So, first thing is if you're uncomfortable with that, then this is not a girl you should be with. Okay. Because you're not going to be able to give her the ultimatum. She wants to be doing her passion and her hobby, and she clearly likes that. But remember, she is with you. And she can have other guys if she wants to, but she chose you. So you have to really remember that. A lot of guys get so you know afraid. Oh my God, this guy's talking to my girl. Uh, my girlfriend, you know, she works with a lot of guys and they're always talking to her, whatever the case may be. And, and I've heard all of this and and many other examples. The thing is, is listen, you met a girl. She was always around other guys, whatever she was doing. You're never going to be able to get her to be away from any other guys. And if she wants to be with someone else, then she'll be with someone else and you have to deal with that. I know this is a little bit of a more specific circumstance. Like, well, it's not just like she's working and there's other guys around. She's dancing with these guys and she's getting pretty close to them. Again, you have to be secure in your relationship with her. And if you can't handle this, then you should not be with the woman who dances bachata with other guys. You just shouldn't be with her. And if it makes you that uncomfortable, that's not the kind of woman you should be with. But I don't want that to be the thing that you do is, is, is to get to that point to say, I'm just uncomfortable with it. It's like, no, a girl's going to want to be with you if you are consistently acting in a very masculine and high value manner. So that means not acting jealous, always making sure that you're being unpredictable in the relationship and having a fun time and doing fun things. So no matter who she dances with, no matter what happens, she wants to be with you. Okay. Now you said here, I, on the other hand, am not so interested in dancing but you like to practice your flirting skills. This is an interesting question. I've gotten this before. You have to understand here is if flirting, there's levels, right? When I teach flirting, when I teach you guys flirting, I'm teaching you flirting in a way that's subtly showing interest. And that's basically what flirting is. So you have to be very careful here. I, I would be very careful with flirting. Like, of course you like flirting. You know, we like flirting because... It makes it so other girls are kind of interested in us and it shows that they're interested and we get this little validation boost and it's very nice. But if you want to practice your flirting skills, do it with your girlfriend. I wouldn't say you have to do it with other women. And if you feel this inclination to do it with other women, maybe you're not ready for a relationship right now. I know a lot of people might think the opposite of like, no, dude, like you got to keep up your flirting skills and do all that stuff. Do it with your girlfriend. Otherwise, Maybe monogamy isn't for you. And if you're really inclined to be wanting to flirt with other girls and it's really hard, then I don't think you should be in a relationship right now, even though it's something you desire. Of course, I'm not telling any guys to, to push down their desires, but you are making a choice. 
and you can't just go flirt with other girls just because she's dancing bachata. It's really, it is different. I hate to say it, it is different. Dancing is like this different type of skill. You're dancing to move your body and dance, not to show interest in another person, even though it might be an intimate type of dancing. But again, because it's an intimate type of dancing, you might not be comfortable with that. And if you're not comfortable with that, you might consider not wanting to date her. So we did come back to that realization, even though I told you it'd be nice if you could just be able to trust her and and not worry. So to answer your question very quickly, even though I just gave you the long answer, the short answer is, is it okay for a guy in a relationship with a girl to flirt, with a girl he likes to flirt with other girls? The short answer is, no, it's not. Because I I just don't think that that's something you would want your girlfriend to do. I don't think that, you know, and, and again, the way I see flirting, people might think like, oh, flirting is just being nice to someone. And no, I think being nice to someone is being nice to someone. I think flirting with someone is, again, showing some subtle interest. So I don't think that it's a good idea to do that. If you want to be playful and funny and joke and be nice to a girl, I wouldn't call that flirting. Some people do. Then I think that that's fine. And I don't think that there's any harm in that because if that's your personality, that's your personality. That's my personality, or at least now it is. Now it seems to be my personality. It wasn't before. But yes, I do like to be funny and playful with people, but never in a way where I'm trying to show interest in them. I'm just having fun and being a nice person. And that's it. But there are times when I feel like, oh, you know what? There is a part of me that wants to flirt a little bit more. Nope, let's not do that. I don't think that that is a way to be respectful to the relationship. And again, you should be flirting and practicing your flirting skills within your relationship. So I think that that is what you should do. Hope that helps, man. Hey, Trip. question for you for the podcast. I've been dating and hooking up with a girl for about three months now. Things are going great, skipping right to the point. She's given me multiple blowjobs, and it seems just about every time she has a gag reflex. I think that a lot of sexual partners probably deal with this, but I wanted to ask, how should I react when this happens? Not just with her, but with any girl that this might happen with. My gut reaction would be to either say nothing or tell her she doesn't need to keep going if it's making her gag then let her make the decision for herself to continue or not. I want to be sure it's enjoyable for the both of us, but I also don't want to come off as apologetic for something that's enjoyable for me. What do you think? That Thanks for all that you do. It's a great question. That question actually comes from a former client of mine. I'm going to keep you anonymous because I wasn't sure if that's something you wanted here on the podcast. So I'll keep you anonymous. But if you're listening, here's the answer. I think that... There's there's a few things here. One, I just don't like the idea of ever assuming anything. Okay? Don't ever assume. Everyone is an adult. Everyone is making their own decisions. She's making the decision to give you a blowjob and she's she has a gag reflex. Okay, she has it. So it's kind of on her to tell you, hey, I don't really like doing this or this is not fun for me. I have this bad gag reflex. That's kind of on her. Now, you are 
seemingly, seemingly in a, in a very socially aware person, even though I know that of you anyways, but even if I didn't know you, I would think, okay, if you ask a question like this, you're aware, you understand that, okay, she has this gag reflex. Maybe she's okay with it. Maybe she's not. I wonder what's going on. And you want it to be enjoyable for both of you. So there is a way to bring this up to see what's going on. And by the way, this might be a deal breaker for you. So just understand that if this is something that, you know, is going to turn out in a way where it's not going to be favorable for you, maybe you don't continue dating this person. Okay. Because this is, we're talking about sex here, which is a very important part of a relationship. So I know I want to make sure that any guys out there are not settling for anything that they don't want. Okay. The reason why I'm saying all this as a disclaimer is because, you know, maybe you can bring it up to her, but not in a way where you're apologizing. That's what you don't want to do. We're not apologizing. You didn't do anything wrong. You're, you know, we don't need to sit here and be all sympathetic or empathetic. You know, that's not what's happening here. That's not the mindset going into this. It's going to make you look kind of weak and. And also, again, we don't want to be super apologetic because she's choosing to do this. But if you're, if you're sitting here going, I just don't know if she even likes this. Like, what's going on? You could say something. And the thing that I would say would be this. You could say to her, when you guys are hanging out, and say, hey, I noticed that you have a little bit of a, of a gag reflex when you're going down on me. Is this normal? Is this something that's really uncomfortable for you? I'm just curious like how you feel about it. Be very open with your question here, like open-ended question. Okay. You don't want to be like, do you like it? Do you not like it? Be like, hey, what's going on here? You know, I'm curious what you think about it. If, if this is a problem for you, what's going on? So it's it's kind of combination of you're getting a sense of what's going on. It's kind of an open-ended question. If you're bringing it up because you never know. She might say like, oh yeah, it's just something I have. It doesn't bother me at all. You know, it might not, even though it seems like in the moment, because you're like, God, you know, this, this person's gagging. Like, Ugh. What's going on? But she might be like, yeah, it's just what I do and I don't mind it. It's not a big deal. Or she might go, yeah, I do. It's very uncomfortable. I hate it. And then you can say, well, is there anything that we could do about it? You know, I, but you got to make sure that this is not you bringing up this conversation so it can be all pleasing her. Like you have to be pleased too. And that's why I don't should be apologizing. Like this should be about both of you. You know, and, and again, if she's sitting here going, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. I don't like it. And I'm struggling through it. I'll be honest with you. Then I don't think, man, that this is a girl that you want to continue to be with because that's a very important part of a relationship, right? You want that to be part of your relationship and for her to not be uncomfortable. So you can try to come up with some solution. I'm sure there's ways to solve this. I bet you there's articles on this and I bet you there's YouTube videos on this and, and all that. And if she's interested in maybe solving it, great. Now, she also might give the answer of like, yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable, but I like to please you, so I don't mind it that much. So that's kind of the middle ground answer. And then there you go. And then it's like, okay, cool. You know, awesome. So again, why would we want to bring this up to her? Even when I said in the beginning that she's an adult and she should make her own decisions. Well, you do want to know if she's somewhat enjoying it, right? That does make it enjoyable for you, especially if you're sitting there. You know, some guys might not even care, right? There's guys out there listening to this who are like, yeah, I don't care. It's up to her. If she wants to say something. I don't think it's weird. Eh, then fine. But for a guy like you who's like, this is, you know, not seemingly comfortable if, I'm, if she's not having a good time. And listen, I relate to that, man. 
I'm very similar to you in that way. It's like I want her to also be enjoying herself in whatever we're doing. Again, sometimes you have to do things for the other person and sacrifice. So it's not like everyone has to always be having the best time ever doing every sexual activity. There's a give and take. Some people like things more and some people like things less. But yeah, I get it. You don't want something to be so imbalanced where like she's clearly having a bad time because that's not a turn on. You want to, isn't it more of a turn on when a girl is liking to go down and you, she's enjoying it. She's worshiping you in that sense. Like, yeah, that's way hotter. So I get it. And so that's where you would come up and come up with a, with a conversation with her where you'll be bringing it up to her in a very nonchalant way. Just say, hey, I noticed that you seem to have a little bit of a gag reflex. Is this a problem for you? Like, how, how do you feel about this? And just see what she says and then go from there. And like I said, if she's on the other end of the spectrum, she's like, oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. Yes, I hate it. It's terrible. I don't like this. It's so uncomfortable for me. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, this might be someone who you might want to not be with anymore. That could be something that's very important to you or to see if she wants to solve it. But listen, as relationships grow, it gets harder and harder, no pun intended, harder and harder to continue doing some of those sexual activities. Some of those things tend to slow down. You know, when you first date someone, you do everything together all the time and it's all exciting and you're trying all this new stuff. But it's just natural that those things slow down. I'm not saying you should let it slow down, but if it's already at the point where she doesn't like it, it's just going to be a struggle to continue being able to have that in your relationship. So it is something to think about. And I'm glad you asked it. And it was a great question. So there you go. Hope that helps you. Hope that gives you an answer here. And I hope that that's something that you can be able to implement sooner than later. And hey, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how it's going. If you want to tell us an update for the podcast, you can email me, man, or you can also text me if you want to keep it off the podcast. But I think everyone who's listening would probably like to know what happens and what you decide to do here. All right, let's go to another question that just came in here. Trip, I've been listening to your podcast for about a year and love it. I'd love for you to do a podcast about dating for older guys. I'm 59, single for 12 years and struggling with dating. Most dating advice seems to be aimed at the 20 to 40 crowd. I'd like to hear about solutions to problems us older guys face. Thanks. Well, I'm, I'd be curious to hear what those issues are. I know that you are older. So one of the issues, besides maybe some mindsets, might be where to meet women, although there's still plenty of places to meet women as online, or you can be going still out and about. Yeah, maybe you're not going to 20-something clubs. Maybe that's not the place you're going to be going to meet women uh, you know, in those younger bars, but you might be meeting women out and about. I work with guys and coach guys in their 50s and 60s who can absolutely still do cold approach. You can be approaching women in their 40s and in their 50s. That's not a problem. You can easily get a social circle of women in that age group and meet women through there or through hobbies of yours. So I'm curious to see what it is. I feel that there's a lot of interesting mindsets where the 21-year-old and the 59-year-old think that they have different issues when really everything's the same as far as I'm concerned. Everything is the same. Attraction is still the same. You're still going to be using the same principles as always. 
If you've been single for 12 years and struggling with dating, I can't imagine that being any different from someone younger. The only thing might be maybe they have a little bit larger of a pool to go for, but not really. I don't think anyone has that big of a pool that they're always going for. Meaning if you're a 21-year-old, you're not dating 35-year-olds. You're probably staying within the 18 to 25 range. What's that, seven years? Let's say you're 25. Okay, maybe now you're in the 21 to 30 range. Okay, so now that's about a nine years span. Let's say you're 30. You're probably dating maybe in in mid-20s, probably not early 20s because you're not going to really connect with someone who's 21 as you're 30. But let's say 30 maybe is the biggest span. You can go like 23 all the way to 37. But I don't even know if you're going to want to date someone that much older. So I'd say even 21 to 34. So now what's that? It's like a 13-year age range. And as you get older, it still seems to be the same. If you're 40 years old, you're dating probably 31 to yeah, about 45, something like that. You're 59. I think you had the biggest actually age range of them all. I think 59, you could be dating women who are 40. No problem. Absolutely. You could be dating in their early 40s, maybe mid-40s, all the way to 65 years old. Now, if you're a a guy who's 59, you're like, no, I want to be dating 21-year-olds. Well, you're probably just going to be dating 21-year-olds if you have an amazing lifestyle, lots of money and things like that. You know, can a 59-year-old go to a club, a young club? Yeah, sure. He's got to buy a table and get the attention at that club from some of the younger girls. And if you want to do some sort of seeking arrangement, but if you're looking for something more substantial, some sort of real connection, well then I would be dating within your age range of about hmm, early 40s to around early 60s if you're 59. Other than that, again, I can't imagine what other dating advice. It needs to be specific to you. There's no different dating advice for someone who is a widow or divorced or has kids The only thing I might say if you're 59 and have kids and you're looking for something more serious is you probably want to date a woman who also has kids. But if you're 59, that probably means that your kids are much older. So that actually might not even be a problem. So you didn't leave a name here. If you're listening, please, or anyone else who is in their older years, we'll say 45 plus, I want to know what is it that you feel you struggle with besides, like I just answered, the meeting of specific kinds of women. Okay, what is it that you struggle with that's any different? Otherwise, I hoped I just solved that problem now is you're going to be dating women who are going to be in their early 40s and up. And I even think, and I know I keep going back and forth there, but I think you can even date women in the 30s. You can. I really do think so. And I want to say 30s, I'm looking like mid earliest to like late 30s. So please tell me what some of those struggles are. I just want everyone to know here, a woman at 21 and a woman at 59, they're still women. Just like you're still a man. Yeah, you might be in different places in your life, but she's still a woman. She's still a female. You at 59, you're still a man. Same man you were when you're 21 in terms of being a man. Maybe you've learned lessons and you're a different person. But I'm talking about attraction here. It doesn't change. You don't attract a 
25-year-old different than a 35-year-old different than a 45-year-old. Attraction still exists in the same plane. It's just women and men might be looking for something different at that age. So a 21-year-old might just be looking to party and have fun. That doesn't mean you attract her any differently, but it just might mean that if you're not in that scene and at the clubs and having fun, then it's not going to be it's not going to be a match. I'm actually going to be doing a whole episode shortly here all about finding a good match. That will be the next episode. But just understand here that while women might be looking for different things, like at 30, she's probably looking for marriage and kids if she's single. She's still attracted in the same way. So you need to find a woman who is a match for you. And you do that by finding a woman who's looking for the same future as you. So if you're 59, don't want to get married, divorced, have kids, you're going to want to find a woman who's okay with that and okay with not wanting to have kids. So it's all just a matter of your non-negotiables. What are the things that you are looking for? What are the things that are going to be a match to date you? And then attraction works the same from there. By the way, if you want to learn more about attraction and get a deep dive into that, you can check out my Hooked program. Getterhooked.com that teaches you everything you need to know about how females are attracted to men and how the psychology of attraction works for females and then how to tap into that. So that's my advice for you. And again, I would love to hear from you. Please email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line, podcast, question, anyone out there who has a question, email me. Love answering your questions. And uh, I really appreciate you guys writing in to do so. That was my Q&A session for today. Don't forget, if you need coaching, you want to work with me one-on-one, go to coachedbytrip.com and fill out an application today where you and I can work together. And I would be very, very pleased to help you. And I know that I can because I'm doing it for a lot of guys right now. Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode. 